Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, October 20th, 2019. Hey, quick shout out. Happy birthday to brother of the podcast and hashtag friend of the podcast, Walter Furness, turning the big 3-0 this, uh, this day in history. October 20th, 1989, Walter Furness is born. And we celebrate his 30th birthday today. The first Furni child of 30. Wow, it's uh, it's a heck of a ride. Lots of fun memories from from childhood. I you know there are so many you could choose from. The one that for better or for worse, and I don't really know why. And I wasn't even you know the primary person or the secondary person in this story, but <laughs> gotta love. We used to, uh, it's a quick story, then I'll move on. I apologize. Used to uh, set our, our recyclables. We call them recyclables, <laughs> like bionicles. Recycling is now you. what I would typically say. Where's your recycling? Not where are your recyclables. I guess it's a word. It just sound. It's one of those words where you say it, you know, 10 times and you're like, God, that's a that's a strange word, recyclables. <laughs> it does. It sounds like bionicles. Same cadence, uh, pronunciation cadence. Uh, but we would set them on the uh, kitchen countertop at uh, kind of the entryway to the kitchen, close to where our stairs out to the garage would be. Because, you know, it's uh, you'd make uh, some trips after accumulating a certain amount of recyclables. And so one time... I don't know what it was probably like soup not not soup cans but you know cans of like I don't know whatever we were making beans or whatever any any sort of can will do and uh I think <laughs> Walt had set them up in a you know a 3 2 1 fashion like you're playing stack cup or something um and I don't really understand why. And this Walt Walt was probably in this story something like you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen at the latest, something in that range. So my brother Jack, who's the other important person in the story, was probably, you know, twelve, thirteen, something like that. Uh, you know, before before like fully becoming fully fledged teenagers who are driving stuff, but you're not like little kids anymore. Like early high school, late middle school, that that range, and Walt, this was not that characteristic. You know, Walt's a goofy guy, but uh, we don't we didn't usually do anything in the house that was like making a ton of noise or what when you know would be considered roughhousing. Other than the occasional uh, <laughs> quick sidebar, other than the occasional you know game in the the basement, the family room, which you know when you're growing up seemed like this huge space looking back now it's uh not that big but <laughs> we used to play if you can tell i'm indulging myself in a little bit of nostalgia here stuff that i haven't thought about in a long time uh we used to play baseball in the family room which is just uh not not a stupid idea but just like boy is that really all we could come up with um which normally is not a you know not a big thing like if you wanted to come into my living room and play baseball in there I'd be like yeah whatever there's nothing in there you're gonna mess up um we had this one ship 
the the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria. I don't know, something like that. And it was like, you know, some sort of model replica or something made out of wood. I don't know what the story was behind it. I don't know if we still have it. I don't know if it was like... It's one of those things that I've never asked my, my, my parents about. I don't know if it was like worth any money, why we had it, where it came from. Um, but it was always, you know, every family's got one or two of those objects that are just like, ooh, don't touch it. Like, oh, it could break... That sort of thing. That was that was our whatever you want to call that. And uh, we used to keep it in the corner right where the right field, you know, foul line would go down. Right where the you know, the foul pull would be more or less. I guess more right center. Um, but so, you know, it's always prime time for, you know, you get you get a hold of one. Maybe you sit back on the pitch. You go opposite way a little bit because uh, we were right-handed batters. At least my brother Jack and I were. Uh, and, it, you know, it was always, we never broke that ship or even really damaged it in any way, I don't think, which is remarkable considering the amount of, here's here's exactly how this went down. We would have somebody stand in the middle of the, the family room with a little ball, not always a hacky sack, but they're, you know, we usually have these little, like, you know, size of tennis balls, but they'd be like plastic, um, that sort of thing. And we would just straight up smack them with our hands. You know, we're not talking, There, there's nothing. You know, this was just how far slash hard can you hit a ball with your hand. Um, and yeah, it's scary as heck looking back on it. But uh, we used to do that in the basement all the time, which was crazy. Uh, but one, one of these days, Walt sets up the recyclables in that three, two, one, like you're playing stat cup fashion. <laughs> and then just, I don't remember why, but he was just having a fun time, decides to do some sort of, I don't know if it was a karate chop or a karate kick, but uh, right into the can of recyclables, you know, there's no like, it could go this way or that way. You're going to knock over all these cans, which are empty, and, you know, it doesn't really matter, but they're going to, you know, spill all over or, you know, be spilled all over the place not there's nothing inside of the cans to spill but they're just gonna you know get knocked on the floor over the countertop whatever in hindsight again not a big deal but when you're kids and you got parents who are worn out it's uh it's high risk situation high risk low reward <laughs> and so walt karate chops the cans and from the other room mom yells jack <laughs> and i don't recall there ever being any you know i don't think there was like a I don't, no one got into trouble. There was no big punishment or anything, but it was just, uh, and again, that's, you know, one of the, uh, many, many Walter memories from, from growing up in childhood. And for whatever reason that one, and it wasn't a big thing at the time. It just kind of, for whatever reason, I don't know how memories work, how our minds work, but it just kind of has blossomed in my mind into like a premier, childhood memory which is interesting considering it wasn't uh wasn't that big of a thing at the time well uh happy birthday uh long-winded happy birthday message to brother of the podcast walter furnace well we are one of the better podcasts uh, on the north side of chicago although you are lucky enough to be listening to us live uh from a state here's this here's an interesting thing for you a state where we've never done the beantown podcast how do you like that? I, I have been here um, 
twice actually in the last year, two years, something like that. Both times to Orlando, neither time anything that exciting. Uh, but yes, I'm in Florida, and I'm in a city I have never been to before, Tallahassee, the state capital. Uh, I'm in a hotel about two blocks actually from the state capital, which is fascinating. You gotta, you know, do a quick Google image search of the Florida state capital. Uh, most images you'll see are going to be able to show you in the forefront of the picture the old building, which is you know very traditional capital building uh, architecture. It's exactly the type of thing you'd expect to see. But what you're actually going to learn if you read more about the Florida State Capitol is uh, this big, tall, white cement building you see behind it is like the actual state capitol now. Uh, I remember coming in and seeing it for the first time and realizing that that was in fact the the current state capital it's just like uh, you know this looks like utah or like the mormon temple or something like this is your state capital is so fascinating i don't know if there are there other states there there ought to be that have non-traditional state capitals i you know i can't imagine many of them but I, there got to be some um and, you know they don't all have the white dome they're not all like the u.s capital uh i know you know madison is probably the state capital visited most frequently by myself uh in my lifetime that that's a very traditional looking capital but even you look at illinois that's a little bit different uh florida is completely different um i know you know like atlanta is traditional anyways yada 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 we'll do a little google image searching later but i'm in in tallahassee here for a couple days working at FSU tomorrow, which, uh, by the way, joke of a football program that I'll, uh, well, I guess I'll, t I'll tell you right now, but before I say anything, because this story does include some language, um, uh, uh, let's see, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally get into some uh, 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 Tallahassee-esque language here and there, Tallahassee-esque. You want to spell that, Quinn? Oh, sure, I'd love to. T-A-L-L-A-H-A-S-S-E-E-A-N hyphen E-S-Q-U-E. Love, I love a good hyphen. Wow. Um, if you if you couldn't tell already, I've had, uh, let's see, I had three beers, which is not even, you know, much, but I haven't been drinking much, especially this fall. Um, and I haven't actually like gotten drunk drunk um, in months as far as I can remember. But that's the thing about being drunk. You don't always remember. Uh, yeah, so the, I mean I had three beers, one with dinner and then two after. I was watching the end of the late football games, which here in Florida, Easter times, they end at like 9.30 p.m. before the, the, the Sunday night football game ends, which is just the worst. Brings me back to my days living in Beantown, Baltimore. Uh, there are things I like about Eastern time, but there were things that I really hated. One of them being, uh, Sunday football, um, cause it doesn't start till one. And so those late games don't end till, you know, seven thirty, which is just seems kind of ridiculous. Um, and you know, by the time the first quarter of Sunday night football ends, it's already after nine and you're just like, what did I do with my day? Um, Number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. So I'm sitting, speaking of FSU, where I'm working tomorrow, I'm sitting on a plane. Uh, so I was in Minneapolis 
Friday and Saturday, which I wish we could have done a podcast from up there because one of my favorite cities in the U.S. But um, I fly down to Charlotte. Easy flight, two and a half hours, no probs. Jump ahead an hour. Uh, my next flight from Charlotte to Tallahassee. By the way, I was in the Charlotte airport, which is just an absolute zoo. Holy cow. Uh, I've been there before. Uh, I didn't remember it being this busy, but I guess you look at... Well, I guess my thought on this was, uh, you know, I my my first instinct was, oh, yeah, I guess it's it makes sense that it's busy. You know, it's Charlotte. Uh, one, it's a big city, and it serves a, a very populous uh, or densely populated area surrounding it, particularly the Research Triangle, um, but also, you know, parts of eastern Tennessee, pretty much all of, most of South Carolina, all of North Carolina. It's like the only major airport in North Carolina. Um, ooh, interception. Or no, touchdown, never mind. I'm watching a football game. There's a lot going on here. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, and it, you know, you think of all the little tiny Florida towns like Tallahassee, like Gainesville, like, you know, Orlando, Lake City, Jacksonville is not a tiny town, but I don't think it's got a huge airport. Um, and so you think, okay, so you got an airport that services a bunch of these, you know, smaller regional airports. I get it. But also, like, my thought on that, my next thought was, well, that's what Atlanta's for. It's closer to these places. Uh, it's the busiest airport in the world, I believe. Uh, so I'm not sure why Charlotte is crazy busy, but I mean, it's a big airport. There were, uh, a lot of people in there. Man, it was just crazy. Um, but I get on that plane, and I'm sitting next to this older gentleman who just, if you're trying to get a picture in your head, just think of Joe Gibbs wearing, like, Florida State gear, head to toe, the hat, the pullover, and the sweatpants. Uh, and he was talking on the phone before we took off. And I'm not even going to try to do the accent because it was, you know, real Dan Southern. Uh and he was talking about, you know, the Wake Forest, Florida State game. And I think Wake Forest was up early. And he wasn't worried about them bastards. Uh, them bastards beating Florida State. Because, you know, we'd, we're the Knowles. They're not going to lose to Wake. And um, I, I didn't uh, do a good impression even of that because, one, my accent's trash but two he was he was speaking real loud kind of up here one of those voices that just seems to carry over and over the sound waves and into different sections and dimensions of the plane like if you were a stowaway in the luggage section you would have been able to hear this guy's conversation loud and clear uh it was he just man Every time he opened his mouth, I was just like, uh, why is he so loud? There's some people like that in life where it's just, whether they mean to be or not, they are just crazy loud. I'm not one of those people. I wasn't raised in that type of family. Um, so it's always kind of a shock to me when I hear it. But, you know, he was real cocky. Uh, eventually, I didn't get the satisfaction of this sitting next to him because when we, when we deplaned, in uh where am i tallahassee it wasn't uh the game was still in the third quarter <laughs> eventually florida state would lose to uh wake by two points i think which is just great um considering i'm in tallahassee so uh that that was fun but um 
Oh, what was I going to say? There was something else. I want. Where, how did I even get here? I don't know. How did I even get to Tallahassee? Well, Quinn, you, you flew from Chicago to Minneapolis and then from Minneapolis to uh, to Charlotte to Tallahassee. Here's a, a, a kind of a silly thing for you. I'm going to Gainesville. Um, you know, because when I go to Florida, I like to go to the hot spots. So not instead of Miami, Tampa, Orlando, I go to uh, Tallahassee and Gainesville. Wow, what a time to be alive. Um, I have to fly back to Charlotte to get to Gainesville, which, like, I get. Um, you're probably wondering, hey, Quinn, why don't you just uh, drive? Because it's like three hours. Well, I would have loved to. There was something up with the rental cars when I uh, when I when I was booking this trip where they were going to be just like crazy expensive day. Like usually rental cars are a similar, um, you know, type of price, you know, somewhere in the forty dollar range day, something like that. Uh, these ones were crazy expensive, though. I don't know what the deal was. You know, it was just. It wasn't going to make sense to pay all the money to just rent the car. Although I would have loved to have one because, you know, staying in downtown Tallahassee and it's like, you know, we can walk to some stuff, but it is definitely the type of downtown situation slash area where I just feel trapped. Like, you know, there are, are a couple bars around here and I'm close enough to, you know, FSU where you have all, all the access to the college stuff, which you don't really want. But, you know, I just... When you're in a smaller town, like there isn't a grocery store within a couple miles of me. And that's just like, you know, I like having that freedom to go out and get something if I want. Anyways, same thing with Gainesville. I imagine um, Tallahassee is not, you know, purely a college town. It is the state capital. Gainesville is purely a college town. So we'll see what that's like. Um, but I'm on Gator Watch. No pun intended for Gainesville, but... Uh, been looking for some alligators down here and uh, haven't found any yet. I would really love to eat some alligator. I think that's the type of situation where I actually got to research it on the front end to kind of see where I can go, what what restaurants I can go where I can eat gator. Um, but I, I, for one, would like that. I think it would be tasty. I've heard it's kind of chewy. I've heard it tastes like chicken. Uh, touchdown Dallas Cowboys. Who is that? Jarwin? Number, what, 89, 88? 88 is Des's number. Rest in peace, Des Bryant. One of those, like, clutch-wide receivers from the, the 2010 decade and slightly before that, along with, you know, I'm thinking in his era, I'm thinking, like, Calvin Johnson, Andre Johnson, Greg Jennings, um who really just kind of, the career just all of a sudden ended. Um, did not last as long in the NFL as I thought he could have. But even by the time he got like halfway through his NFL career, it seemed like all he was ever doing was just like fade routes in the, into the corner of the end zone. And that was it. Uh, really interesting player. I, was Des Bryant good? I don't know. He was tall. He was big. He was fast. Seemed like he should be good. I don't know if he actually was. Getting off topic here, uh, we were going to talk last week about which great lake is best. Uh, and now that I'm in Florida where there's like a million lakes, I think it'd be apropos to return to that conversation briefly. It's going to be a quick podcast. If you can tell already, um, 
I'm I'm coming in here with zero script. I I'm I'm sitting in I'm I'm bedridden. Although not I'm not I'm not red with anything. Uh I just have been in bed pretty much all day. I I left this morning to get some breakfast. I came back. I watched a lot of football. I took a nap, which is completely unnecessary. And then I uh, left, I had some dinner, and now I'm back. And I'm in bed recording the Beantown Podcast. How do you like that? Uh, I like FDR, you know, in the wheelchair, bedridden. Oh, the year was 1943. Our boys were on the bulge. I radioed to Churchill. Bring our boys home. And you know we fought them Germans in rain and sleet and snow. For the boys on the bulge, we're bringing old Johnny home. Singing bombs, bombs away over Munich. Meet those commie bastards. Eliminate fascism forever. Oh, bombs. Bombs away over Munich. For the war will be won and I'll be coming home to mom. And dad on the plains of West London. I imagine that's the, the type of song they used to sing on the battle lines in world war ii but i'm i'm bedridden here you know like jfk jfk <laughs> fdr did i say jfk earlier that would be funny uh not really though jfk assassination too soon too soon 56 years i still oh man i started watching the uh, 11 63 series which was uh you know so stephen king wrote that novel and then he and jj abrams developed it into a tv uh, mini series with uh james franco and chris cooper and i i watched i think the first three episodes and then i just maybe i'll turn on an episode tonight i'm thinking about going to get some dessert or something but that's the other thing with tallahassee you're not like I'm not close to anything, even though I'm in the heart of downtown. I'm a couple blocks from co- the college campus. Like, it's still gonna be like a mile for me to walk and go get dessert. Seems ridiculous. Um, I'll keep you you posted there. But which Great Lake is best? Well, jumping into that conversation briefly, I also decided that I'm not gonna do full ads today. Um, we're just you know we're gonna kind of consider this. You know, remember those illustrated classic. The, the like novel not novel but the book series or the publisher i don't know how you would describe it from growing up where they take you know big uh adult works of literature like moby dick or i don't know robinson caruso and they would turn it into shorter you know adapted stories with pictures i think on every other page um to make it sort of fun for the young reader, right? Illustrated classics. Um, this is going to be the illustrated classics version of... Boy, that was an awful slide. Carson Wentz just fell right onto his elbow. It wasn't any sort of graceful slide. He just went from standing position to, like, dropping on his ass. Uh, and he fumbled it, although he was down because he gave himself up. 
so, okay, which Great Lake is best? So to be clear, we're talking about five Great Lakes here. We got Lake Superior. We got Lake Michigan. You got Lake Huron. You got Lake Ontario. You got Lake Erie. So right off the bat, to me, this seems like a two-horse race uh, between Michigan and Superior, and I'll tell you why. You got Michigan seems to be the most popular of lakes. So again, we're not we're not determining which Great Lake is most popular. We're determining which is best. And I'm the only one who can uh, determine that value system. But you know, Michigan, you got Chicago, right? You got Milwaukee. You got Green Bay. You got uh, the other side. You got Kalamazoo. You got Hope. Uh, Hope is that a town? I don't know. No, it's in Holland. Uh, Hope's the name of the college. You got a lot of stuff, you know, right concentrated on there. You got Great Lakes Brewing. You got Goose Island. You got just a lot going on, right? So Great Lake. It's a great lake. Um, But then you got Superior, right? One of the largest lakes in the world. Beautiful up there. You got the Apostle Islands National Seashore up in Wisconsin. You got uh, Superior. You got Duluth. Uh, you go to the other side, you got Thunder Bay, right? It's just, it's huge. You look at it on a map, you're like, holy cow. So I think uh, off the bat, we got two front runners there. And I'm, I'm going to kind of take you briefly through the other three. So I think uh, an honorable mention for third is going to be Lake Erie. Uh, you got Detroit. You got uh, Toronto, right? You got, uh, right, Toronto's on Lake Erie. Let's go to the map. Let's check it out. Uh, you certainly have Cleveland, which I think takes points away from Lake Erie. I was just there. Uh, in fact, you can. This would be a perfect time to plug uh, a new video I put out on YouTube. It was our, our uh, Cleveland sort of documentary series. I did it for extra credit, um, and it's on our YouTube channel, Quinn Furnace. I think you're really gonna like it. Um, no, Toronto's Lake uh, Lake Ontario. It's close to Lake Erie. You got Buffalo on Lake Erie, though. Yeah, it's all. They're all right next to each other. Niagara Falls, all that sort of stuff. Mississauga, Hamilton, Mississauga. How do you say it? Saga, Sagua. Remember that uh, PBS show with those Chinese cats, right? The Maneki Nico, whatever it's called. Uh, Sagua, S A G W A. Somebody help a brother out with that reference. Gonna have to uh, hang on. Type it in my YouTube search for later. Um, so I think we put Lake Erie at a an uh, honorable third. You know Ontario, don't sleep on it. Uh, and and I think uh, you know I'm not gonna say Ontario is fourth, but it's in that fourth kind of range. But uh, you know other than Ontario, you know kind of what do we got going on? Has anybody ever spent much time? Uh, in the New York region of Lake Ontario, I'm sure it's beautiful. You know, you got the Finger Lakes up there. You got the uh, Catskills. No, that's that's in the lower part of New York, kind of by Pennsylvania, I think. Um, but uh, I've never actually been to. I've never been to Lake Ontario. I'm sure it's a fine lake. Uh, but the the last one here that we haven't mentioned is Lake Huron, and it's really just kind of, you know. Nobody really ever goes there. And the reason is because you're either in Canada, in a very sparsely populated part of Canada, or you're in Michigan, the eastern shore, north and eastern shore of Michigan, again, very unpopulated area. Uh, And it's just like, you know, 
Is there anything going on there? I'm sure it's a nice lake. But but why would you ever go to Lake Huron? And what does Huron even mean? Right? The other four, Michigan, Superior, Erie, Ontario, you know, they're all names where you're like, okay, this is a cool name. Huron, I'm just like, what what are we even doing here? What does this mean? <sighs> so, no offense to Lake Huron. I just don't get it. So let's do let's let's do this. I'm gonna rank them one through five. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Coming in at number one. We you've been waiting for a week for our uh, Great Lakes Big Board Power Rankings. Number one, Lake Michigan. Number two, Lake Superior. Number three, Lake Erie. Number four, Lake Ontario. And number five, Lake Huron. Again, no disrespect to uh, Lake Huron. Just never been there. Don't know what you have to offer. So if someone wants to pay f for my all-expenses uh, paid vacation up to, uh, I don't know. Can you name a city on Lake Huron? I'm I'm racking my brain. I'm thinking of where it is. You know, Detroit is close. Um, Detroit is actually on a river between Huron and Erie. I don't... Can I... Flint? I don't think that's on a, a lake. I think that's inland. I've never been to Flint before. Um, okay, pulling up a map. Quinn, can you... Saginaw, maybe? Saginaw? Even Saginaw, they, you got so you said Saginaw Bay. I'm looking at a map now because I'm not smart enough. You got Saginaw Bay, which is you know kind of where the uh, the mitt or the uh, thumb of the glove or the mitt comes into play. But Saginaw is you know 30 miles away from the lake. That's crazy. What river is that? Saginaw River. Um, any other cities? You you even go to the other side. You're in Canada, you're somewhere in Ontario, London, that's 20 miles, 30 miles from the lake. There's no cities there. You got, uh, you got Man Mantolin, Manitolin Island. Looks like there might be some action there. Not a lot of population, though. You got Sudbury, that's not on the lake. Sault Ste. Marie, is that even considered on the lake, though? It looks like it's closer to Superior than Huron. And even then, it's on a river or a lake. What do they consider that, you know? Oh, St. Mary's River. No no cities on Huron. Exactly zero cities. I'm looking at the map. There's not a single city. That's crazy. So, yeah, you wonder why people sleep on Lake Huron. It's because there's nothing going on. There are no lakes, or there are no cities, nor are there lakes on Lake Huron. So apologies to any uh, Lake Huron uh, uh, apologists no pun intended, but uh, I just I don't see the appeal, right? I don't get it. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, or if you live on Lake Huron and you want to really let us have it, you can always email us at beantownpodcastyahoo.com. Again, it's beantown, B-E-N-T-U-N-Podcast at yahoo.com. Or you can tweet at us. We're at beantowncast. You can also tweet at us at white buns. We would love to hear from you. Haven't gotten many listeners lately. And the uh, Bean Town podcast is starting to dwindle into the abyss, which is fun. Uh, special thanks to Cuts by Q gave us a fresh new haircut last weekend, and we look real good getting all the ladies downloaded Bumble just for this trip. And I'm killing it. Actually, I am getting a ton of matches. 
have not had any productive conversations. Uh, so that's a shame. Also, thank you to the TV Guide. And for Don't forget the Connors is back on ABC on Tuesdays at 8, 7 Central or something like that. You know, in that range, one of those surrounding days, you'll find it. Uh, you can also uh, head to homeprideoregon.com. Remember, if you need a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you can always contact Steve at uh, 540-410-0316, something like that. Or you just, you know, it's easier for all of us if you just go to homeprideoregon.com to get uh, your home inspected today. Inspection perfection. Well, my last and quick final shout-out is to Audacity. Uh, Sil, you'll remember a, a couple of times in Beantown Year 1 and maybe once or twice in Beantown Year 2 this current year, uh, we would uh, record off of our work computer my previous job when I lived in Beantown. Uh, I got lucky because I didn't have administrative privileges on that computer, and so getting... Uh, a copy downloaded onto my computer was actually kind of tricky. This uh, new job, I do have administrator privileges, so I do uh, was able this afternoon before recording to download a cheap copy, not cheap, it's just the regular copy of Audacity onto my computer, and that's what we're recording with now. Hopefully the uh, audio quality has turned out, or else I spent the last 33 minutes of my life uh, doing nothing, and I tell you what, I don't have the energy. I tell you what, I've been bedridden all day. Could not do this again if I tried. I'm like JFK here, right? One-shot pony. Okay, all over the place. If you're thinking, wow, Quinn, you definitely had more than three beers. Nope, that's just how low my tolerance is right now. Okay, that's what we got for you from all of us here at the Bean Town Podcast. Watch out for FSU fans. Stay on the lookout for Gators, and if you ever go to Lake Huron, let us know. We would love to hear about your experience. Okay, have a good week. We'll check in on you next time.